Especially because, spoiler alert, a lot of people in relationships are fucking miserable. Ah, wow, wow, wow. Look who it is. Seems like you're shit out of luck because you're listening to another episode of Lukewarm Lattes. So we're back again. Round two. We with told the Lozenator. We told you it'd be fortnightly. And we lied. And this is probably the only thing that we'll follow up on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we've got the second part of the singles episode for you here today. Um, it's a bloody good combo. We loved having Loz in the shirts. We're very, very excited for you guys to hear this. And then next week, we've got a whole other episode coming out about period horror stories and Love Island and all sorts of shit. Fannies. Yes. That's a very enticing of you, Hayley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so buckle in. I hope you enjoy not having to hear our peaks and troughs this week and just get straight on to some chat. Yeah, let's get it. Similar to what we talked about in episode one of season two, I definitely think when it comes to relationships, um, a big thing that maybe makes being single harder than it needs to be is an expectation that you need to be like in a relationship settled down by a particular age. Yeah. Do you feel me, Hayley? I definitely feel you. I think it's like the pressure of obviously this is quite extreme, but like pressure of marriage mm. and like reproduction. Literally. It's so like, true though. It definitely like plays into that. Cause I don't know. I think when I was little, I thought in my head, yep, I'll be married and have kids at 24. Mm-hmm. Such an unrealistic goal. And like society's definitely changed from what it was like when people did have like, with, yeah. well, I mean, 24 is very, a very reasonable age to have like kids and stuff. But yeah. like now lots of people are having kids later or earlier. Like yeah. it's, there's not really a set time that we should be like, yep, yeah, cool, this is when I need to be in a relationship. But everyone kind of feels the pressure to have a, like a set plan, a set goal, and know when they're going to hit that target of having a really long relationship mm. and then going on potentially to get married. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I think like it probably is formed by a few different factors. But one of those, like I think every girl grows up and thinks that she's going to like get married and have, well, not every girl, but a lot of girls will grow up and think she's going to get married and have kids by 24. Because the movies that we watch and the TV shows that we watch when we're younger, because, you know, Hollywood prefers younger actresses who like look young and beautiful, the mums that we saw in the movies and TV shows we were watching were really young and they looked really young. Yeah. It's all those sort of things that formed our belief that we've got to kind of be in a relationship and settle down in our early 20s, which is crazy because the average, you know, time to like actually be married and start having kids isn't till way after then. Mm. Um, So I definitely think it puts the pressure on. Yeah, and it's not even like just as well like thinking, oh, I need to be married and settle down by this age, but it like flows back on to like, the age we're at now where we're like 20 and even just like seeing people around us and this like pressure or this like belief to think that you need to be in a relationship now mm-hmm. or like even back in high school like I remember you know some of my friends that weren't in relationships would feel this pressure or they'd say that they felt this pressure to like be in a relationship and you kind of just like in high school would like a lot of people would just get into relationships just like because that's what you do if you're talking yeah. to someone you know mm. Can I just say, I think it's cooked. (laughs) I think it's so cooked that, you know, we walk around with this perception that we need to be settling down at this age because, as we talked about in episode one, 
there's like people are on their own timelines and their own journeys and people will meet people in their lives at completely different times but I definitely think it does put that pressure on and I think that what ends up happening is when you put that pressure on yourself I need to be getting into a relationship I need to be finding someone and then you don't you start looking inward and blaming yourself and I think that's Mm. where a lot of like you know really Mm. shitty like toxic behavior and opinions towards yourself come about because you go oh well why can't I just get a boyfriend you Mm. know like what is it with me you know all those kind of things Mm. um which I think are like a very real part of being single that I think that pressure causes and because people like associate like um like success and um like content feeling the feeling of contentment contentness contentness content content the feeling of content who knows being content yeah people associate success and being content with like being settled down and being in a relationship Mm. and so and like people do have it as like a goal so like they think it's something that you know you need to like work towards and that's Mm. what you need to be happy and Mm. then that comes back to like people our age that are like oh like I'm not going to be happy until I until I get into a relationship yeah but it's not about like it's not about being in a relationship or finding a relationship it's more about like finding your person yeah like, yeah. I think... Especially because, spoiler alert, a lot of people in relationships are fucking miserable. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of people who are in relationships or who are married and who have kids together are not happy whatsoever. So I think it's a really funny goal that when we're young, we set up for ourselves when we should actually be, like, really enjoying the time that we have growing up and like the time that we have on our own if that's what you're experiencing to be like really working on yourself so that when you find yourself in those relationships you've got a healthy relationship with yourself first mm. exactly the grass is always greener it grass. always is if you focus yeah. on like instead of focusing on like this external thing like finding a relationship to be happy but instead just like focus on like becoming more secure in yourself and finding your own happiness then if you do meet someone that like does add to your happiness then like bonus like that's a win but like if you focus on finding a relationship it doesn't equal happiness because you could get in a relationship and you could be miserable Mm. and it could be really toxic and that's not actually like that happiness that you're after i also think not that it's anyone's fault but i think a really harmful part of that you know culture of like oh i need to be in a relationship need to be in a relationship is that people lower their bar like lower and lower as time goes by because they just like want that idea of a relationship so bad which I don't blame anyone for at all I think it's like a supernatural feeling but I think it does find a lot of people in relationships that maybe aren't a fit because Mm. it was just like a getting out of the single phase thing Mm. um which sounds like a bit blunt which it isn't really meant to because I do sympathize that that is just what happens sometimes but I do think it's a really like harmful part of that toxic culture that we in the media and everyone pushes forward 100% so many of us I'll just admit it so many of us the bar is so low like yeah and like I feel like with yourself like I feel like with yourself it's easy to like not recognize how low the bar is yeah but when like I don't know if I look at my friends I'd easily be able to be like girl like you know the bar needs to be much higher like yeah the standard needs to be higher but for yourself it's like oh no like they asked me how my week was like that's so nice or they did this and it's like that's not even the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have all these, like, you, they need to tick all these boxes and have the bare minimum, but then realistically, if they don't do it, 
we're so shit at seeing if it's a red flag or not. Like, yeah, they're missed. So it's like, and why do you have these bare minimum standards if you're not going to stick to them? Yeah. <laughs> and we like, we literally put on the rose tinted glasses and we look everywhere away from the red flags. I just literally. thought you said the rose tinted glasses. <laughs> and those. <laughs> We put on oh. those tinder glasses. <laughs> we put on those beer goggles and we get off to the park. <laughs> nah. But oh, I reckon it's fun. I just like doing doing life by yourself for a bit. I think like it's not going, bad. Going, going back onto like what you were saying before about like, you know, the relationship things. Like so many people think that like um like the um, they need the relationship, but I like to think of it as like an addition to your life. Like as mm-hmm. most um things and relationships friendships or whatever in your life should be like they're not something that like completes you it's just like an addition it's something that will you know make you more happy and more content and will add to your life but not something that is your life yeah Yeah. I definitely think you know in your life there's like you which is the part that will always be with you as long as you're alive that's super consistent and then there's all these things around you like your career and your relationship and like um your environment all those kind of things and those things you don't ever have full control over like you can be in a relationship and be really happy and the other person can leave and that you don't have control over that thing so that's why it's so important and why being single is like such a like sick opportunity to you know spend that time with yourself like get to know yourself really well, like be on your own really well, because it means that when you go into a relationship, you're not trying to control something you can't control. And you yeah. know that you might love your relationship, it's super magical to you, but you'd be fine, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Which I think is like such a cool part um, mm. of being single when you're young, for mm. sure. Really interesting because like I was like obviously in like a really healthy, happy relationship. And if you had asked me at the time like, oh, like you know how are you are you dependent on the relationship i'd be like no like we're both so independent we're so happy which is true but it wasn't until i went out of the relationship that i was like there's just this whole nother level of being like content on your own Mm. and like being really comfortable just like knowing that um you know being really comfortable with being on your own and i think a massive thing is like that i've just sort of recently you know got more comfortable with is being okay and being comfortable with the idea that like a relationship might not come for a while like it might be ages because I think like even though I could you know say as much as I like that I was like happy on my own and you know not relying on a relationship but like deep down part of you is like oh it's coming soon like you know yeah but it's like I'm trying to really like just be like if I'm still like single in five years it's so fine exactly you know yeah yeah which I just think is so important and I feel like it's a really great time to uh, this is I think a big like part like a big lesson that you get from like your time being single and certainly something I learned is that um I probably put like a lot of emphasis on the idea of a relationship and that meaning a romantic relationship with a boyfriend but I didn't until I was single stop to look around and be like I have fuckloads of relationships in my life that are really important Mm, and that fulfill me so much and that I learn so much from those people and just because they're my friends or they're my family or they're my colleagues and they're not my boyfriend doesn't mean that I shouldn't prioritize those relationships as well and Mm. I think that's a really really cool part about being single is that you get to learn to like prioritize all of your relationships not just any potential romantic ones 
100%. And it means that then when you do find yourself in a relationship, which I have now, I'm able to still be really good at being like fucking grateful for my mates and putting heaps of time into my mates and all mm. those kind of things. I so get you like, everyone focuses on like working on their like romantic relationships. And it wasn't until like I was out of it that I was like, oh, like friendships and other relationships in my life like deserve that time and energy as well. And they yeah. are, like yeah. you said, like they provide you with that nourishment. Um, I agree. I read another thing that like um, another aspect of like being single our age. I don't know if you guys find is like people because we think that you know relationships are the end goal and like that's the key to happiness. People look at other people in relationships and struggle to be happy for them or like experience jealousy, which is so valid and like something that is really natural. But it is like kind of sad when you think about it um, because it kind of comes back to like not being. Um, secure enough with the idea that you are on your own and like mm-hmm. that's okay yeah. um because like we think that being in a relationship makes you better but yeah. i don't think you know being in a relationship or being single either of them are better than the other like again it's just about like your life and what is serving you right now um but i read this quote recently that i loved and it was kind of like i can't exactly remember it but it was like something about how there's like so much power in being able to see other people in love and appreciate it and know that you too will get that one Mm. day, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You never want to look at other relationships with envy, you know, and be like, oh my God, I wish that was me. Because like we talked about in episode one, that's like a bloody tough thing to do to your mates, you know. Mm. Yeah. Be super supportive of them. Um, Exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's all, it's, we can sit around and like talk about it as much as we want, but I do think it's like a really hard thing to action. And I remember mm. from when I was single, a lot of the time I'd be like, oh, what was me? And then I'd have these bursts of thinking like we're talking now, but then you slip back really, really yeah. quickly. So it's a really hard one in that mm. way. It's really hard to keep that mindset of like being single is all good the whole time yes. because being single does suck sometimes yes. but so does but being in a so relationship being, yeah. like yeah. there's literally times in a relationship yeah. where you know you might be like having a bit of a rough patch having an argument and then suddenly like because you've attached your like self-worth or you know you've attached yourself to this relationship then because the relationship isn't thriving like suddenly your mood is yeah down and i think that's something i love like about you know being on your own is like i'm just not attached to like, my um, happiness isn't, like, attached to anything else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Incredible. Be your own source of, be your own, what is it? Power outlet. Be your own source of sunshine. Source of sunshine. <laughs> and I think, like, I was saying to you the other day, like, I'm just really happy with where I'm at the moment. Um, Megan and I have been living together for the last year, so we're, like, oh, spending... Oh, have we <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, side note, <clears throat> the other day Megan and I were sitting in a cafe, and if you want to know one thing about Megan and I's friendship... They don't. Continue. <laughs> I'm quite, like, I... Like, definitely my love language. God, where are you heading with this one? Where are you heading with this getting one? getting love language like, um, alone. <laughs> My love language is like words of affirmation and so I really like to express my love and gratitude towards my friends and Mm. you know the things in my life and so Meg you know often gets the yeah anyway from you (laughs) we were sitting in a cafe and I was like there was this like um there's two elderly woman sitting oh, having lunch gonna make me look like a bitch. <laughs> and i was like oh that's so cute and i was like meg that's gonna be us one day and she goes oh no 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 
I'm getting out of this as soon as I'm married. <laughs> and my mom was like, out of what? And I gestured to us too, and I was like, out of this. <laughs> but I just didn't mean it. I was just pulling a funny. I didn't mean <laughs> it, I promise. No, I didn't mean it. We should do a Love Languages episode, Hayley, where we take the quiz. We should definitely do that. Mm. That would be funny as I reckon. I reckon I'll get a bit cutty at mine. Do you reckon? Yeah, because I'll probably think it's not right. Stupid fucking quizzes. Stupid fucking quizzes. Um, but um, what I was saying was um, like because we've been together, we obviously like I mean, (laughs) been together because we've been living together. We like spend a lot of time together. You know, we have our debriefs, and I feel like we've like watched each other, you know, grow over the Mm. last year, which I think is really cool. And um, you know, what I was talking about the other day with you about how like I just feel like I've come so far in the last year. Um, just like in regards to like being on my own and all of yeah. that jazz and then I think I made a really like good point um with like being single like mm-hmm. I'm at this point where I am like so excited to meet someone one day like for sure like that would just be so special to like meet someone that you get along so well with mm-hmm. um but I'm also like so happy on my own and I'm kind of becoming more content with the idea of like I don't know when that will come into my life but I'm really mm-hmm. happy with where I'm at and like if it was to come into my life now, like, awesome, epic, like, that's so exciting, but if it doesn't, like, I've got yeah my whole life, and I've got so many areas of my life that nourish me and make me happy without it. Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to, like, keep it in perspective, right, because if you are someone who, you know, like, plans on being in a relationship for, you know, you do the whole thing, get married and grow together, yada, 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 if you are single, like, and they're like, oh, which I was. I'm like, oh my god, when's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? You imagine if you're like that now and you're listening to this and it happens tomorrow in your hour age, which is 20, <laughs> like, you're, if your relationship is successful, it will be so long. Like, it'll be so such long. A long amount of time together. Like, time is not running out. You know what no, I mean? Like, no in if you're in your early 20s and you're single, you've got plenty of time to put aside to be in a relationship yeah. i would almost say the the being single now because that's when you do all your like where you get to start all of your growing and i remember you asked me one time last year you were like if i said to you right now that you could just like be transported to this time where mm. you're like in the relationship with like the one or like a long-term relationship and you're in the middle of it you're happy or be where you are now what would you choose and I was like oh I'd actually choose like to be where I am now because like I don't want to just like be in the middle of this relationship because the process of like you know meeting that person and like being on your own for however long you need and everything righty righty rah is so um exciting Mm. literally yeah it definitely is I don't know I just think that you don't want to as all things this can be applied to lots of life things you don't want to wish time away um like the time that's in front of you by something that you don't even know when it will happen so i think the best thing is to just like be real present and sit then, tight yeah sit tight be real present like do growing on your own learn to be all right on your own because i think that means that you will if you're able to do that then you'll like be absolutely fine 
um, no matter what. But if you do end up in a relationship, then it means you'll be able to put your best self forward. Mm, and yeah. I think like that's something that's so valuable about being single. That's mm. super underrated. I definitely. And agree. it's like you said, like you literally don't know when it's coming. Like I remember comes when you least expect it. Well, does. that's what everyone says, and then I kind of like you know you get into this mindset and like I'm not <laughs> expecting it. I am not expecting yeah. it. <laughs> By the way, I'm not expecting it. <laughs> I'm not looking for it. I'm definitely not looking for it. <laughs> I do not look for it in the cafe. <laughs> um, but like this time last year, like I remember, um, like like if I told you this time last year that you know you'd be in a relationship now, like you'd be like what, you know? I know. Yeah, I know. I would have been so confused, but I definitely think it comes when you least expect it. And I'm really glad that I was able to put in all that work in the last couple of years. And I say work like I fucking like went to a seminar every day. But I did it. <laughs> she I did. Just, like, she did. I, do you know what I actually mean by work? Because I want to like explain this because I've said it a few times during this episode. What I mean when I say like you put in the work to grow yourself isn't that like go off to seminars and read lots of self-help books. It was that there were moments where I felt really lonely or like I didn't want to go and do something on my own and I just did it anyway or I just sat through the moment and I think that's what I mean by work it's just like sitting through the hard bits you know like doing the mahi getting the treats exactly and Um, reflecting on like past behaviors yeah yeah you know just like becoming real like in tune with yourself and noticing a bit like little behaviors it was that kind of thing that meant that I grew because I just was able to sit through it instead of avoiding like feelings of that calm that are negative like when you're single sort of mm. thing i um, also think it's funny when like so if you like what you said Lauren, about like reflecting um if you think fuck i would not have reacted this way this time last 100%, year or like yeah. it's funny when you like catch yourself being like fuck i actually have changed i actually have got yeah. another bit i yeah. think like the way that you do it as well like well for me is you know it might start off by say you have this like behavioral toxic trait or something that you mm. like are inclined to do and to begin with, like, you you sort of acknowledge after you've done it that it was wrong and you didn't want to do it. And whether that be a minute afterwards, a week afterwards, or a year out of the relationship and you're like, oh, I always did this, why did I do that? You're acknowledging it. But when you become aware of that and you recognise, okay, that's actually something I want to change and you think about how you could shift that or mm-hmm. a different way that you'd prefer to act, obviously it's not going to be, like, next time you do it, you're, you, you don't even do it. But, like, next time you do it, you might realise one minute after and be like, oh, shoot, like, why did I do that? Mm. And then the time after that, you might recognise after, straight after you said it or did it. But then, like, as time goes on, like, you might catch yourself about to do that thing or say that thing and then stop yourself and, like, do something different or act in a different way. And that's, like, the growth. And then over time, like, you get to the point where you don't even act in that toxic or unhealthy way anymore because you've been able to like do that work literally I think a really good piece of advice that I once stumbled across that I think applies to like relationships and being single and stuff heaps is um you know like if you're a girl or a guy actually or whatever I guess it would work for whoever don't know why to specify um is that you like think about the situation you're in and then you imagine that situation happening to your daughter like a, a, yes. a future child of yours and being like what advice would I give my daughter mm. and if my daughter was like sitting there like feeling like quite toxic feelings and like blaming herself for being single would my advice to her be to like keep saying those things and keep being super toxic 
like I'm doing to myself, no, it definitely wouldn't be. Yeah. You know, it would be like a whole other things about independence and growth and all those kind of things. And I think that mm. when you're able to frame it that way, whether it's as your daughter or as you imagine it being your best friend, I think you've got to hold yourself to the same standards that you would expect other people to hold themselves mm. to, for sure. For Faux sure. sure. Faux sure. And like the whole idea of like working on yourself and working on these things, whatever that means and whatever that looks like for you. I think, like, even though it might be hard to recognise in the time, like, when you're single or in a moment you're feeling lonely, you do just have to really trust that, like, it is all... Like, you have to trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. <laughs> trust the process, guys. Um, but, like, you have to trust that it's, like, all happening for a reason. And, you know, like, you never know the work you're doing now could actually be, like, the make or break for a future relationship you're in. And, like, if you were to get into this future relationship sooner than, you know, it's meant to happen then maybe it wouldn't work out how it was supposed to because you hadn't come to these realisations or done the work you needed to do. Mm, so, yeah. like, the work you're doing now, like, even though it is hard to recognise the importance, like, could actually be, like, building the foundations for, like, healthy, happy relationships in the future. And again, like, it's not just romantic relationships. Like, you should recognise your unhealthy um, behaviour or thoughts or patterns in friendships and other, you know, family relationships and mm. any relationships in your life too. Like, they deserve the time and energy to be worked on as well. They do. 100% I reckon that's like, um, I don't know, hopefully like a bit of food for thought for you guys. Definitely was interesting just like chatting about it now and reflecting on it. Have these conversations with your mates because like that sort of stuff is always better. Yeah. Shared in a dusty Sunday debrief of... Fuck yeah. Anyone else feel really fucking single at the moment? (laughs) (laughs) You'll have similar conversations too. Like the main thing is that you just like have lots of fun and trust in the process and do a bit of growing, whatever it might be. Take yourself out for dinner. Take yourself out for dinner. And just focus on being that best version of you. (laughs) Yes, coin. (laughs) Put that on a t shirt. Um, (laughs) My head is fucking pounding. My head is pounding. I I feel bad because I've been yawning, but I'm just genuinely fucking naked. This combo. Yeah. This combo. Lauren. Um, If you've listened to this and had any of your own reckons, please just fuck us a DM. Um, We appreciate all the support so much. This was actually. The week where we launched season two. Yes. Um, I know Organised Queens already recording episode three. So good at what we do, for sure. But um, this has been, just like all the other weeks with Luke Mate's one where I felt very, very grateful. All your support on the launch was so appreciated and we really, really hope that you're enjoying season two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, heaps of heaps of love to you guys for um, keeping us doing what we're doing. Because we love it. We hope that you love it. Um, and yeah, we hope that your week is filled with lots of lukewarm lattes. And thanks so much to Lozanada for joining 2000. us on the pod. 2000. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> for joining us. Gaming name. Add on Snapchat. Please 2000. don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, no, kidding. <laughs> Loz, have you got any final words for the people? Um, Like I sort of rudely interrupted before, I just think like you do just focus on being that best version of yourself and being the person you want to be because I do believe that you will attract the right person if you just focus on that 
Um, hard out, Brussels sprout. Hundy P, go follow Loz at Bit of Balance. She's got a website and shit. She's a little bit more advanced than us. Yeah. Follow us as well while you're there. Oh, you're there. Follow my Snapchat username. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay safe out there, kids. We love you. Thanks for having me, guys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have really enjoyed being here. You're welcome. I right. might edit you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the episode of Lukewarm Lattes. A final little fact that you might not know is that on our wee statistics, analytics if you will, we can actually see when people click off the episode and there's a few who stick around right till the end to hear the outro play and you're one of those people if you're hearing my voice right now. Absolutely. And to those of you who have been here before, what made you come back? (laughs) (laughs) Two, what made you stick around for this episode? And three... If you've got anything to say to us. Head on over to our Instagram, Lukewarm Lattes, mm-hmm. um, and send us send us a wee message. Look, it can be anything you like. Wouldn't recommend foot pics, you'll probably get reported. But seriously, <laughs> thanks heaps for sticking around. We really appreciate it. Give us a wee like and a follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially an email, although that's a bit ancient these days. I know Meg still sticks on that because... Um, She's a goody two-shoes. I will be in the inbox, Roger, Roger. And I'll be in the DMs, so (laughs) catch you there, bitches. Hallie lives in the DMs. (laughs)